श्री श्री गौर नित्यानंद की जाय गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जाय गौर भक्त बिंदु की जाय जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नितानंद जय द्वितीया चंद्र जय गौर भक्त बिंद बोला श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जय श्री कृष्ण रस कबीराज गोस्वामी महाशाय की जय श्री भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद की जय श्री भक्ति रक्षक श्रीदेव गोस्वामी महाराज की जय श्री भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर प्रभुपाद की जय श्री भक्ति विनोद परिवार की जय ओ प्रेमानंदी Reading from Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhilila, Chapter 9. Discussion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's travels in South India. For two years, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took this journey. And now he's gone to Cape Comorin and he's coming back in the direction of Jagannath Puri. He's gone down Cape Comorin up to Udupi in Karnataka. And we heard last night about his meeting with the Tattva bodies of Madhva's Brahma Sampradaya. And how we are considered the Brahma Gaudiya Madhva Sampradaya. But our doctrine is very different from the doctrine of Madhva. And therefore our unity with the Madhva Sampradaya is one of form. And our difference is one of substance. And one of the principal things that we learned from this section was that the Gaudiya Vaishnavas are to be humble. Mahaprabhu detected some pride in the Tattvavadis. And he curbed their pride. And the lesson again, as mentioned last night, is not that the Mayavadis or the Madhvas are proud. It may be, but that we should be humble. Humble, but not foolish. So Mahaprabhu was humble, but he was also quite competent to point out how the ideal and the means of attaining that ideal cherished by the Tattvavadis was not the highest ideal or the highest practice means for attaining it. He quoted from Bhagavatam, from Bhagavad Gita. And in doing so, he emphasized one of the main differences between the two groups. That being that the Tattvavadis, the followers of Madhva, their path, Mahaprabhu determined, is influenced by karma and jnana. And jnanis and karmis are non-devotees. So your path is influenced by non-devotional ideas. And he stressed that the path of the Gaudias is not encumbered by jnana and karma. And this is the very teaching of Rupa Goswami at the onset of his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. He says, jnana, karma, abhitam. These are the marginal characteristics. Tathastalakshan of, of bhakti, of the kind of bhakti Rupa Goswami is teaching. Shuddha Bhakti. He says, Anyabhi lashita shunyam jnana karmadi anavritam. So 
So first he describes the Tathasta Lakshan and the Sarup Lakshan of Bhakti. Anukulena Krishnanu Shivanam Bhakti Uttama. The whole book of Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu unfolds from this one shloka. So with regard to the marginal characteristics that describe what his bhakti is not about, he says, Gyan Karmadi Anavritam. It's not covered by Gyan and Karma. That means there is no desire in this type of bhakti, or we should say that desires for material gain, swarga, lok, heavenly planet, whatever it may be, or liberation, are to be rooted out of the heart. In other words, he says, we should not cultivate bhakti for these ideals. To the extent that these ideals influence our practice, he says, this is not the kind of bhakti that I'm teaching about. Uttam bhakti. So, this is an important point. Gyan karmadi anabhita. Anabhita means unencumbered. So, we don't engage in bhakti for material gain, neither for liberation. And the Tattvavadis, they advocated to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the highest ideal is moksha, albeit a devotional type of moksha or liberation. This is not the interest of Uttam Bhakti. Mahaprabhu said, Mamajanmani Janmanishvare Bhavatat Bhakti Rahaita Gitae. Namoksham Varimba. We're singing every night now during the Kartik Damara month, repeatedly three, four times in this Ashtakam. He's mentioning no desire for, for liberation of any kind. This inhibits the culture of priti, of love. So they wanted moksha, and their means for attaining it is to work in accordance with the varnashram and dedicate one's varnashram activities, duties, as prescribed for the various castes to the service of Krishna. Mahaprabhu is saying, my, my path, which is uttam bhakti, which is not about liberation, is also not influenced by karma. It's about loving Krishna in the means of hearing and chanting about him. And if one has faith in this, if faith in this awakens, he has adhikar for bhakti, and to that extent he transcends the necessity of the troublesome duties of Varnashram. Sanatana Prabhu says in his Brihat Bhagavatamrita in the very beginning, well, he makes a, a prayer like that. When can I be through with all the troublesome duties of the Varnashram? Of course, he was through with them, but Karma Marg is very, uh, very troublesome. And hearing and chanting is so easy. And even if you make a mistake, it is made up for by hearing and chanting. It's so sublime. It means it's so pleasing to Krishna. So we heard these things, and we also heard that Mahaprabhu embraced something from the Madhvasampradaya, and that was that they worshipped the form of the Lord as the ultimate truth. And so although he mentioned that, the converse from that is also, that is there in their Sampradaya, was also appreciated by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that being the rejection of those who think otherwise with regard to the form of the Lord, which is the major negative focus and impetus of the Madhva Sampradaya, 
They're very much at odds with the Shankar, Shankar's group. Advaita is the name for Shankar's group, and Madhva's group is Dvaita, punch bed. So five types of differences he articulates between Jiva and God and the world. And he has a doctrine called Vishesh. It's uh, similar to Mahaprabhu's Achintya Vedaveda. But there are many differences, and as we discussed at some length yesterday, between the two. But these things Mahaprabhu accepted, appreciated in his Sampradaya. And Mahaprabhu is a member formally of that Sampradaya. He has to be a member of some Sampradaya. Why? Because he was initiated by Ishwar Puri. So then the question is, what Sampradaya Ishwar Puri in? could be in the Shankar Sampradaya, he could be in the Madhva Sampradaya. Those are the only two credible choices. And for those who like to say that he was in the Shankar Sampradaya, then we can say that's fine. But he converted to the Madhva Sampradaya at some point. As did perhaps Puripad, Madhavendra Puri. We can say the same thing about him. Mahaprabhu found nothing in Shankar Sampradaya to embrace. From all the four Vaishnava Sampradayas, it said that uh, he took two things, two from Ramnuja, two from Madhva, two from Nambarka, and two from Vishnu Swami. Well, I don't know if I can remember them all, but from Madhva he took deity worship, emphasis on the deity worship, which, as we heard, is the main practice. Udupi Krishna, Nartak Gopal, dancing Gopal, is their deity, and they'll have uh, worship up until noon, bathing the deity every day. Very opulent worship, and they have eight principal moths, all in Udupi, a very small area all around one another, and the charges rotate every eight years. One of them gets to be in charge of the main moth, and so whatever he's collected during those eight years, he's primarily made some savings to spend on Udupi Krishna, make elaborate worship and so forth. So this is very prominent in their Sampradaya. So Mahaprabhu embraced that and his rejection of Shankar. Ramanuja, he embraced Ramanuja's emphasis on Vaishnav Seva and Sharanagati. Ramanuja emphasizes by Sharanagati everything can come. Even if you are outcast, fallen, if you somehow or other you surrender everything, then wealth of bhakti will come to you. And both Nimbarka and Vishnu Swami Sampradayas, as opposed to the Madhva and Ramanuja Sampradayas, are Ragmark Sampradayas. Yeah, the two, Ramanuja and Madhva, are Vidimarg Sampradayas. Their ideal is Moksha in Vaikuntha. But Nimbarkis and followers of Vishnu Swami or Balaba in the modern times, their ideal is Braj Bhakti. So from one of them, Mahaprabhu said, embraced the Rag Marg, and, and from the Nimbarkis, the, the emphasis on Radha, which isn't found in Balab Sampradaya. And in Balab Sampradaya, two things also. No, that Parki is, is exclusive to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah. Uh, in Parki's particular, they cannot 
accepted Parakya. I don't think that Bala and Balava Sampradaya's main emphasis is, is uh, Vatsalya, although they have some Gopi Bhav also that's later, and that may be influenced by Garadhar Pandit because he gave initiation to Balava into their own group, into, into his own group. So, uh, worship of Radharani and Ragmarg and two other things. Of course, now we say, there's different ways of talking about it. Once I mentioned to Dr. Kapoor that Mahaprabhu had taken two things from each of the different sampradayas. He said, Mahaprabhu has not taken anything from anyone. Everyone has taken two things from him. <laughs> he has given the whole complete picture, and everyone has taken only two things from him, and they represent only partially what he represents. <laughs> I like this, his reaction. So, these two from Advasampradaya, he appreciated. Now he continues on. Emata tanakhare garva trunakari palguti itte tavet chali ailgaudhari. So in this way, at that place, we broke the pride of the tattvavadis. And, and then he went on walking. Gradually he came to Palgutirtha. Trita kupe vishalar koritarshan panchapsara tirte oila sachiranandan. So Sachinandan then went to Tritakupa, and after seeing the Vishala deity there, he went to the holy place known as Panchapsar Tirtha. Gokarni Shivadeki Aila Dvaipayani Surparaka Tirte Aila Nyasi Shiromani. So then he went to Gokarne, Gokarna, visited the temple of Lord Shiva there. Then he went to Dvaipayani. This way, from there, Nyasi Shiromani, the crown jewel of all sannyasis, went to Surparakatirtha. Kolapure Lakshmi Deki Dekena Chira Bhagavati. Langa Ganesh Deki Dekena Chor Parvati. He then visited the town of Kolapur, where he saw the goddess of fortune in the temple of Chiro Bhagavati, and he saw Langa Ganesh in another temple known as Choraparvati. Tatahite Pandara Pure Aila Gaurchandra Vithala Thakura Deki Pohila Ananda. And from there, Mahabhu came, Gaurchandra came to Pandrapur, and he had the darshan of Vital. Vital Thakur, and this way he experienced great ananda, great joy. Premabeshe Kaila, Bohuta Kirtana Nartana, Tahan Ekvipra, Tamra, Koilani Mantran. So, Premabesh, he was absorbed in Prem, and he performed Bohut Kirtana Nartana, much Kirtan and dancing. Tahan Ekvipra, Tamra Ek. And there, one Vipra came to him and gave him an invitation for lunch. One Brahman came and gave him an invitation for lunch. Bahuta Adare Prabhu Ke Bhiksha Korela. 
So Bahut Adar, with great uh, adoration and love for Mahaprabhu, this Brahman offered him lunch, Pikyakori, Tataika, Shubha, Bhartha, Poela. And after finishing his lunch, the Lord received some wonderful news, some auspicious news. Madhva Purira Shishya, Sriranga Purinam, Se Grame Vipragrihe, Korena Vishram. Madhva Puri, Madhavendra Puri, it means Shishya, Sriranga Purinam. He received the news from this Vipra whom he was taking lunch with upon his invitation that there is one man, Tarnam Srirangapuri. His name is Srirangapuri. And he's a Shisha of Madhvapuri. means Madhavendrapuri. This was great news to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sei Grame Bipragrihe Korena Vishram. And he resides in a village here at the home of a Brahman. Shuniyat Jalila Prabhu Tanre Deki Bhare Vipragrihe Vasi Achen Deki Latanhari. So Shuniyat Jalila when Prabhu Sriman Chaitanya Dev heard the news, then he went to see him. He immediately wanted to see him. So Vipragrihe Vasi, upon entering the house of that Brahman, he saw him sitting there, Sri Rangapuri. Prema Veshe Kori Tane Danda Paranam Ashru Pula Kampa Sarvange Pade Gham. Again, Prema Veshe is absorbed in Prem and Kori Tane Danda Pranam. He made his Dandavat Pranam to Sri Rangapuri. This is God. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nyasi Shiromani, the crown jewel of all sannyasis. And this is one of the reasons why <laughs> he paid the full Dandavat Pranam to Sri Rangapuri and Ashru Pulak, Kampa, Sarvangi, Padegham, all types of ecstatic symptoms, tears, and horripilation and quivering. Asta Satvikavikar manifested in his body. Paying pranam, dandavat pranam to a disciple of Madhavendrapuri. So we're reminded of what? In this reading, this chapter, what are we reminded of here? We're reminded of Paramanandapuri. Paramanandapuri, we had some discussion about Paramanandapuri Goswami, who was the principal root of the figurative tree of love of God, which was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself and of which Mahaprabhu became the gardener of, principal root, the central root, other eight sannyasis around him. And he was a great disciple of Madhavendra Puri. So Mahaprabhu showed him great respect. And here again, just hearing that there was a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. Madhavendra Puri is the Param Guru of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now it's uh, significant that he's just come from the Madhva camp, and there was a discussion there in a general sense about his Mahaprabhu's ideal in comparison to the Madhvas. And now he's coming in touch with the disciple of Madhavendrapuri and see how he responds to him. And in Madhavendrapuri, the seed of the kind of love that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is all about, 
manifested. So we have to have connection with that sampradaya to get that kind of love. So he, with great respect, he goes, he pays Dandavat, and he becomes ecstatic, absorbed in Prem, just at the just at the thought of seeing Sri Rangapuri, because he would consider the disciples of his guru's guru, Ishwapuri's guru, Madhavendapuri, to be like Madhavendapuri himself. And we had some discussion about this when the topic of Mahaprabhu's meeting Parmanandapuri in the south was discussed. So I just say we were reminded of it, but some of the points are worth reiterating. There was another disciple of Madhavendapuri named Ramchandapuri, and Mahaprabhu did not have respect for him. He actually did show some respect, but no one could tolerate amongst his associates that he had any respect for Ramchandapuri. So we can conclude that he showed some formal respect. But we are to, if we are to follow his instruction, we are to keep a distance from people who may be the godbrothers of our guru, disciples of our param guru, but they are not representing our guru day for the, or their guru, our param guru properly. Formally, we can show some respect, but formally, we, we show respect even to the ant. <laughs> so we keep a distance from some of them. Both sides are there. We have to be intelligent. But here, another devotee in great standing. We will find later in Chaitanya Charitamrita in Mahaprabhu's visit to Vrindavan, he meets another disciple of Madhavendra Puri. And he could, just by seeing him, he could tell. He could see the, see the symptoms of love that are only possible by connection with Madhavendra Puri in that person. And he could understand we have something in common. This way Mahaprabhu is feeling his way along. And one way he reacted to the Tattvavadis, another way now to Sri because of his connection with Madhavendra Puri. This is the real Sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Gaudiya Sampradaya, his own Sampradaya, but uh, allowing his devotees to manifest it. Puripad, Madhavendra, Ishwar Puri, coming before him. Degiya Vishmita Hila Shirangapuri Maan Utha Sipad Bali Bali Lavachan. So, upon seeing Mahaprabhu in such ecstatic mood, Shirangapuri said, Please get up, Your Holiness. Sripad. Sripad Dhar Mor Goshanir Sambanda Tahavina Anyatra Nahi Ape Maraganda. It, uh, oh, Shipad, you are certainly carrying a connection with Sambanda, with uh, Gosami Madhavendra. Tahavina Anyatranahi Because without that kind of Sambanda with the line of Madhavendra Puri, not a scent, not a trace of this kind of Prem is possible. So, Rangapuri is seeing the kind of prem in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that can only be, it can only manifest if connected with Madhavendapuri. Eta Bali Prabhuke Uttana Koila Alingan Galagali Kori Dunghe Karena Kramdana. At the same as Rangapuri lifted Mahaprabhu up and embraced him. As they embraced shoulder to shoulder, they both began to cry in ecstasy. Chaneke Avesh Chari. 
Ishwar Purila Sambandha Gosai Janila. So after some moments, they came to their senses and became calm. And Mahaprabhu then informed Rangapuri about his relationship with Ishwar Puri. Arbuta Premera Vanya Tunhar Utadila. Dumhe Manya Kori Dumhe Anandevasila. They were both inundated by wonderful ecstasy of love that was aroused in them. Finally, they sat down and respectfully began to converse. Dui Jani Krishna Kota Kohe Ratri Dine E Mate Gunaila Pancha Shat Dine. So the two of them, they had Krishna Kata, they spoke Krishna Kata day and night. And they, uh, they stayed together five or seven days in this way. Discussing about Krishna. Kutuke Puri Tanre Puchila Janmastan Gushai Kutuke Kohen Nabodweep Nam. So Mahaprabhu is going to tell him something about his background. And he's prompted to do so by the inquiries of this uh, Rangapuri. So he had some curiosity and he asked him about his Janmastan. So where were you born? He asked Chaitanya uh, Mahaprabhu. And Mahaprabhu said, Navadvipanam. I'm from a place called Navadvip. Srimadva Purira Sange Srirangapuri Purve Asiyachila Tengho Nadia Nagari. So, Srirangapuri, previously, Purve Asiyachila, previously he came here, he went to the city of Navadvip, Nadia Nagari, along with Madhavendrapuri. Sri Madhvapuri Sangha, Sri Rangapuri. So, he said, oh, they have something in common. <laughs> Further, Jagannatha Mishra Bhare Bhikshaje Karila Apurvo Mochara Ghanta Tahan E Kaila. So he says that um, when he recalled Nabadweep, then this uh, Sri Rangapuri also remembered the house, Jagannatha Mishra Bhare, the house of Jagannatha Mishra. And how he went there, Bhikshaje Karila, and took his, he begged there, he took his, Bhiksha means he begged there, he took his lunch there. And he remembers Apurva Mocharaganta, an unprecedented curry that was cooked there, made of plantain flowers that he had eaten. Jagannathera Brahmani Tengha Maha. Patibrata, Vatsalye Hayen Tenha Yena Jagan Mata. And he remembered the wife of Jagannath Mishra. And he says that this Brahmani, she was Pavitra, Mahapavitra, very pure, very chaste, and uh, devoted. And as for her Vatsalya affection, and was uh, as if she was the uh, Jagadmata, Jagannatha, the mother of the whole universe. How true. The whole universe and more was uh, appeared from her. Randhane nipunatana sam nahitribhuvane putrasamasneha karen sanyasi bhajane. He also remembered how Jagannath Mishra's wife, she was very expert in cooking and very affectionate towards sannyasis. And she fed them and treated them just like her own sons. 
तमने एक योग्य पुत्र करियाच्चे सन्यास शंकरारण्य नाम तमन अल्प भयास सो वी कम इन टू द एंड हियर ऑफ दिस होल टूर ऑफ साउथ इंडिया एंड नाउ वी आर रिमाइंडेड ऑन व्हाट प्ली डिड चैतन्य महाप्रभु गेट द ब्लेसिंग्स एंड परमिशन ऑफ द इनहेबिटेंट्स ऑफ पुरी टू गो टू साउथ इंडिया Because he said, I have to go find out my brother Shankaranya. So this Shirangapuri, he remembers Navadip. He went there with Madhavendapuri. He went to the house of one Jagannath Mishra and remembers his wife in particular, what a good cook she was and how chaste she was, and devoted and very kind to all sannyasis, treated them like her own children. And he remembers that one of her sons, she had a son. Who had taken sannyas at a very young age? His name was Shankararanya. That was his sannyas name, Vishwarup. So yes, Mahaprabhu is finding out now. He went to search for his brother. He's finding out. This is the ending of this section, coming to the end. Eightirte Shankararanya, Siddhi Prapti Hila, Prastave Sri Rangapuri Eketya Kohila. So Rangapuri informed Mahaprabhu that. He, His sannyasi named Shankar had attained perfection in that very place where they were living in Pandurapur. Now Mahaprabhu has found out about his brother, everything he needed to know. This was, of course, the plea by which he, as I say, got released, got permission to go. But uh, he was outside of the family affair. Mahaprabhu was searching for so many fallen souls. To convert them, this is his preaching leela in the south. Prabhu kohe purvashrami tenha mor bratha jagannatha misha purvashrami mor pita. So Mahaprabhu said, Prabhu, he says that in my previous ashram, purvashrami, that he was my brother, and jagannatha misha purvashrami mor pita. My previous ashram was my pita. My father. E matu dui jane isto gosti kori, dwaraka dekite chalila sirangapuri. So in this way, the two of them they held isto gosti. They they discussed with one another, and dwaraka dekite chalila sirangapuri, and siranga then departed to go to dwarakadam, where he was headed. Din chari tata prabhu ke rakila brahmana. Bimanadi snan kori korin vital darshan. So Mahaprabhu continues traveling. Now he's coming back around up. He stayed uh, four more days at the house of the Brahman who had invited him and told him about Sri Rangapuri. He took his bath in the Bima River, visited the temple of Vital. Tabe Mahaprabhu ila Krishna vena tire. Nana tirta deki tahan devata mandiri. He went to the bank of the river Krishna vena. He visited many holy places and temples of various gods. Brahmana Samaj Sab Vaishnava Charita Vaishnava Sakalopade Krishna Karnamrita. So, in a in a Brahmana Samaj, a community of Brahmins, Sab Vaishnava Charita, who were all also were Vaishnavas. Amongst Sakal Vaishnava, all the Vaishnavas, there was a study of a book called Krishna Karnamrita. Taking place, Krishna Kanam Ritoshuni Prabhu Ra Ananda Hila 
agrah kuriya punte lekana loila. So Mahaprabhu was very pleased to hear this book, Krishna Karnamrita, and with great eagerness he had it copied and took it with him. So now this is the, the third scriptural text that Mahaprabhu had copied. First, the pages from the Purana Purana describing how Sita was not really kidnapped by Ravan, but a Maya Sita was as arranged by God Fire Agni. He did this for the pleasure of Ramdas Vipra, whose method of worship and absorption in Ramlila was very pleasing to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He didn't try to convert him to Krishna Bhakti because he was deeply absorbed in Ramlila and gave Mahaprabhu great pleasure. And then second was Brahma Sanghita, fifth chapter, at Adikeshwara Temple. He found, copied this, and now Krishna Karnamrita. And Krishna Karnamrita, there's a commentary of, written uh, to Krishna Karnamrita by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami, author of Chaitanya Charitamrita. It's a very deep book, 112 verses, and very very high high book. And as Bill Mangal Thakur is, is coming from the Nibark Sampradaya, so some appreciation of this, as this means connection with Nibark Sampradaya here, he's meeting appreciation of Ragmarg and emphasis on Radharani in that book. Kanamrita sam vastu nahi tribhuvane jahahoite hai krishne sudaprem gyane. There's no comparison between Krishna Karnamrita within the three worlds. He says, by studying the book, one is elevated to knowledge of pure devotional service to Krishna. Sundarja Madhurja Krishna Lilara Abadi Se Jani Ye Karnamrita Pade Niravadi So one who constantly reads Krishna Karnamrita can fully understand the beauty and glorious taste of the pastimes of Krishna. Brahma Sanghita Karnamrita Dui Puntipan Maharatna Rai Pai Ayala Sangilana. Brahma Samhita and Krishna Karnamrita were the two books that Mahaprabhu considered most valuable jewels that he gathered in South India. So he took them with him on his return trip. Tapi Snan Kori Ayala Mahasimati Puri Nanatita Deki Tahan he next arrived at the banks of the river Tapi. After bathing there, he went to Mahismatipur. And there he saw so many holy places on the banks of the river Narmada. Danus Tirtadeki Korila Nirvindhyate Snane Vishamuko Giri Aila Tandakaranye. He arrived at Danus Tirta, he took a bath, he went to Nirvindya, he arrived at Vishyamukha mountain and went to Dandakaranya. Saptatal Brikshadeke Karanabitar Ati Buddha Ati Stula Ati Uchatar. So when he was in the Dandakaranya, he saw the Saptala, seven riksha, Saptatal riksha, seven trees, palm trees. They were very old and very big, very tall, and Saptatal Deki Prabhu Alingana Karila Sasharide Saptatal Vaikunte Charila Mahaprabhu embraced the trees and they went to Vaikunta. Shunistal Deki Glokir Hoila Chamatkar Loke Kohi Esan Yasi Ram Avatar 
Seven palm trees departed to the Vaikuntha. Everyone was astonished to see that they were gone. And people began to say, this sannyasi called Mahaprabhu must be an incarnation of Ram Chandra himself. Sa sharire tal gela sivakunta dam oitche shakti karhoi vina ekanam. Only Ram Chandra has the power to send seven palm trees to Vaikuntha. Prabhu asikaila pampa sarbu badisnan panchavati asitahan kurila visram. Eventually Mahaprabhu arrived at the lake known as Pampa where he took his bath and then went to a place called Panchavati, where he rested. Nasike Chyambaka Tekigela Brahmagiri Kuksha Bhatte Aila Tahan Janmila Godavari. So he's come back now all the way to Godavari, which is his first real stopping point on his trip south, where he met Ramananda Rai. Mahaprabhu visited Nasika, where he saw the deity of Triambaka, Lord Shiva, and then he went to Brahmagiri, and then to Kushavarta, the source of the river Godavari. Sapta Godavari Aila Kori Tirta Bohutar Punarapi Aida Prabhu Vidyanagar. After visiting many holy places, the Lord went to Sapta Godavari and last returned to Vidyanagar. So he's back now within the jurisdiction of Prataprudra Maharaj that extended as far south as Godavari Vidyanagar at that time. Apparently Vidyanagar was of course a very famous place, Hindu capital. And um, again he meets Ramananda Roy and this we'll hear tomorrow, this last section as Mahaprabhu enters back into Jagannath Puri, the full details of which are given in the following chapter, chapter 10 of Madhikanda, Madhilila, Chaitanya Charitamrita Jai. Any question? So the seven palm trees meet recently, they went to Vaikuntha and they disappeared. They disappeared. Yeah. So they, maybe like Dhruva Maharaj, they went bodily? Uh, well, uh, their bodies disappeared, <laughs> and they went. Yeah. I don't think they went to they went there as trees. And there's some story to that also about those trees. I can't remember the story, who they are, why. Mahaprabhu, no. Ram came through that forest at Dandakaranya. Of course, there were rishis there who were chanting Gopal Mantra with a desire for Gopi Bhav, and they asked Ram. And Ram said, no, I've taken a vow of one wife. Ekpatni Vrtapadin, my next appearance, you can take birth where I do, and your desires will be fulfilled. So at that time, it has something to do with seven, seven somebodies, somebody seven trees or something. I can't recall. Mahaprabhu has, it was Ram and Krishna combined, and more following up and something from Ram Leela. So the devotees there were privy to that and they appreciated those. He must be Ram himself. And they were right. Hey, hey, go.